You're listening to the Christian Indie Artists and Songwriters Podcast, the place where faith, music, and life intersect. We exist to help Christian indie artists and songwriters just like you get songs heard. Hey, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Christian Indie Artists and Songwriters Podcast. I'm your host, Brian, and on today's episode, I had an interview with Leandra Richardson, who is a great artist from Ohio, and she's actually going to be releasing her debut single tomorrow. So in this interview, we get to hear her story, how she went from learning violin and piano as a kid, dealing with a lot of social anxiety and a lot of um, struggle in her life and persevering through that in, in all efforts to chase after what God has placed in her heart in this this song and, and everything she's doing now is a result of, of her persevering through that. So I'm excited for you to hear this interview with Leandra Richardson. Hey, I'm here with my friend Leandra Richardson coming to us live from Ohio. Ohio. How are you doing tonight, Leandra? Doing great. Thanks, Brian. Great. Glad to be here. Awesome. Yeah, we're definitely glad to have you. Now, Leandra is a talented singer, songwriter, artist, worship leader, all of those things. Also, uh, career and just just doing life fully right now. So, Leandra, I always want to ask people, you know, how did you get into music in the first place? What kind of got you started in this whole journey? Yeah, so I started, my parents put me in piano lessons when I was like five or six. So that was the very beginning. And um, I stuck with those until I was about 15. So I played for like nine, 10 years almost. And um, I started to deal with like some performance anxiety. And so that kind of um, was why I stopped. It was just kind of messing with my performance as I was having memory slips and things like that. And so it just felt like I needed to stop. But in the process of like during that time when I was taking piano lessons and stuff, I also started playing violin in school in uh, fifth grade. I had I continued with the violin all the way through college and still play to this day. But what kind of started me in Christian music more so in that focus was in the 2000s, I feel like guitar got really popular in like the early yeah. 2000s. Good. And so, yeah, I was like, I want to sing. And um, I just thought guitar would be a great instrument to play. And so my parents got me one for Christmas when I was 15, I believe. I play on and off. I didn't I wasn't really very committed to it at that point. Um, at, and at that point I was playing violin a lot in school and still dabbling with piano just in my free time when I felt like playing. But when I got to college, my roommate was a music education major and she had to learn a bunch of instruments and she just started playing guitar and she was always playing in our dorm room and things like that. And I, w- I would see her playing and I'd be like, man, I want to get back into that. I really want to like start playing guitar again. And that was when I started playing and it like just stuck to it from then on. Like after I learned a number of chords, that's when I started writing songs and things like that. I w- I've just been involved in music from like my entire life and no one in my family really plays, but it was just something that my parents started me in so early and um, they noticed that it was something I was good at. I was never really super athletic or anything like that. And so music was just something I focused on. Yeah. I always say that music is a sport anyway. So, you know, you're athletic in a musical way because I mean, multi-instrumentals, <laughs> that's, I mean, a lot of experience from a young age. So that's great. I always wish that my parents had kind of led me into piano as a kid. Cause I, I definitely did not have that. And I feel like piano is like probably the most key foundational instrument with music, just because of all the flexibility and the chordings and voicings and things. So I definitely wish that I had had that. So that's awesome that you, you were able to do that. And then violin is such a different side too, like mm-hmm. the single notes and, and all that. So and then guitar is almost like a combination of those both both those things put together. So that's cool your progression there. So yeah. So you you know you came up in music and you 
then you you kind of picked up guitar in that age where it was like, wow, Leslie Jordan from All Sons and Daughters is playing guitar, and all these cool you know worship leaders were just yeah, like you said, really popular to start seeing people leading and playing guitar. So once you started writing songs, like how did that transition into maybe you leading worship or you like sharing these songs with people? Cause I know you, you mentioned that you dealt with some performance anxiety with the piano and stuff. So how did you, how did that journey go from kind of realizing you want to start writing songs to eventually start sharing those songs with people? I have just seen God work so much in my life. And like I said, like I, re- I realized I was diagnosed a number of years ago with um, social anxiety about five years ago in like my early to mid twenties. That was eye opening for me. But I, I saw God like leading me to different opportunities, but and pushing me outside my comfort zone, but never pushing me too far. And so I started going to this um, young adult Bible study group at a church, and uh, one of my friends there had a Bible study at his house, and it was a smaller group of people, like no more than ten people every night. Um, that he had it. And I met a girl there who um, played guitar and liked to sing. And so we started talking and we were like, oh, it'd be cool to do worship. And the guy who led the group was like, that would be great to have worship. And so we just started meeting up. We just both played guitar and would sing together and just practice together. And so it was cool to like start leading with another person. And I think that was one way like God eased me into it. So we led together for four, five months or so. Um, And she was a year older than me. I was a junior in college at this time and she was a senior. And um, so she started to get busy with um, graduation and she also was dating someone and got engaged as well. And so just kind of started to move away from that. And so I started to lead alone. And so like just baby steps, I saw God leading. And so then I started to lead alone and then I started to get invited to lead at the larger group at our church. And so I started at first leading in front of 10 people. And then in the larger group, it was, you know, 30, maybe 40 people, maybe not, maybe not 40, maybe 30 people, but just growing. And, um, and the number of people I was leading in front of stepping outside of my comfort zone, like little by little. And then, um, after I graduated college, I started going to a church, um, really close to my home when the pastor heard that I did worship and, I, at that time, I also had a pretty active YouTube page. He looked at some of my videos and he's like, oh, like, it would be great to have her in the band. And so then I started um, and then I joined the worship band and I played violin and also did some um, worship leading as well. Um, but just like kind of eased into that. And then there would be our pastor was actually the main worship leader at the church. And there would be Sundays when he would be gone and it'd be like, hey, Leandra, can you just can you lead this Sunday? And so. That turned into like multiple times a year, I would be the main leader for the church. And so I'd be leading the band and doing all these things. Um, But it's just really cool. Like when I look back and I see like God knew I had anxiety. So he pushed me, but not like too far where I would just be like, I can't, I'm not doing it. I just, I just felt God step into those moments and really give me courage. In that time too, when I was in my, mostly in my junior and senior year of college, when I was doing the worship and all of that, that's when I really started writing um, songs. I was like, I want to do worship leading, but I also had a desire to do performance. I just would sit down and just, you know, pray and God would give me um, songs. My senior year of college was kind of a a really um, alone year for me. And I just felt like God really gave me a lot of songs that year, just um, in like the solitude that I was in um, just in that final year of college, just all of my friends were very busy being musicians and um, preparing for grad school and things like that. And so 
um, it was just, I feel like sometimes God gives you those seasons where you're kind of alone or quieter seasons um, to really pull you into what he's calling you and calling you to. So that's when I really started to get into songwriting. And then after that, I just never stopped. And it's so funny too, like another God thing, the pastor slash worship leader at the church I started going to after college, he actually had a music career for a number of years. And so he like gave me some of the CDs and had me listen to them and stuff. And then like he knew I wrote songs. And so I would just go in before our worship band rehearsal some nights and just play him my songs and he would critique them for me and all of that stuff. And so he really helped me a lot in crafting and developing my songwriting. Um, he would tell me, you know, if my lyrics were good or if they were bad or what I, if I needed to change the chords in my songs and things like that. And so it's just amazing to see how God worked in my journey and all of that. Yeah, I love so much of what you said. And there's definitely a lot of things that I love to go deeper into. But like you said, too, like he's kind of kept you on this path, knowing that, you know, like in the word that keeps coming to mind is like gentle. Like he's kind of gently walked you through, never like forcing you into something. Because, you know, sometimes people get into like extreme situations all of a sudden, you know, and it's like overwhelming. And that's okay yeah. for some some people are like great with that. They love just like zero to 100. But some of us, definitely myself included, are cool at like a little bit more of a steady pace, you know. So and one thing, too, I wanted to say is that year of solitude um, – it's actually something that really affected me, like a teaching from Kim Walker-Smith. And she was saying how she went through this season, similar season where she was in solitude and she felt like she was in the desert alone. And then all these people kept bringing this like certain scripture to her. And I'll have to, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was more of an obscure um, scripture. And basically what it's, what the scripture said is like, God will lead us into the desert sometimes in our lives because he needs us to draw near to him. And that's where we like, that's the threshing floor. That's where we learn and we grow like a lot. So, yeah. you know, in your journey, I'm seeing that as like a really pivotal part, even though at the time it probably may not have been the most fun to kind of be hanging out in solitude. And, but at the same time, like all of the fruit that was planted in that season is probably what's about to, and has been blooming now. Right. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. So that's really cool. So, okay. So writing songs and, uh, then to leading worship, and then you kind of have a mentor built into this whole church that God led you into, and that's so cool. So when did you decide to maybe start thinking about, you know, actually releasing and putting some of this music out and start sharing it? I know that that's, it's a newer thing for you, at least now at this level, but yeah, what kind of pushed you into wanting to start getting those songs out? Ever since I was young, I always dreamed of releasing music. Um, so once I started writing it and realizing that my songs weren't terrible. That's when I was like, all right, like I, I definitely want to release. I want to figure out um, how to do that. But for the, I, I mentioned earlier that I had a YouTube page and for the longest time, I kind of just thought like, oh, I have to be discovered by a record label to release anything. I didn't really, I don't know. I didn't really think about, realize that I could be an independent artist and release things on my own. I never really um, realized that when I was younger. And there were just a, a number of things that kind of popped up um, opportunities that just never really fleshed out. I was contacted by an independent record label like a number of years ago, but it was just going to be too expensive. And so that was the other thing that I kind of ran into once I started to realize, oh, I can release music independently. It was the cost of production and things like that. Um, mm -hmm. That kind of that kind of stopped me. I did a concert in 2017 um, in March of that year, and I did get some funds through that. It was probably enough to cover one song and... Mm -hmm. 
Like it's, it's just amazing how much production can cost. And so like that was always kind of what stopped me from being able to release. And then there were a couple of times where I tried um, a cheaper route. Like I would find uh, production companies online and, you know, they would be like, Oh, we'll produce your song for a hundred bucks. And then I would get it back and I would just be like, I don't like this. This doesn't sound, you know, it doesn't sound good. So I think that was just like, it was just a good learning experience for me. But yeah, like I just always knew I wanted, I always knew I wanted to sing and I always knew I wanted to record. It was just, um, it just had to be, it had to be God's timing. And um, I'll just mention a little bit too. I walked through a season of illness. I have um, hypothyroidism and Hashimoto's disease, which is an autoimmune disease. Right after that concert that I did in March 2017, that was right when I started getting sick. And it was something I didn't really recover from until earlier this year, the spring of this year was when I really started to feel better. It causes a lot, a lot of fatigue and joint pain and, and all sorts of other um, issues. In that season, I just took a complete pause for music. I actually, strangely enough, I actually lost my passion for music for a while in that season. That was really hard up until a year and a half ago. I was like, I would play and I'd be like, I don't know. I just don't feel it anymore. And, and like one of the things I remember praying to God. I was like, please, Lord, give me back my passion for music. I, in, in that, I also realized that like my whole life I played music. And so my identity was kind of in music in a way. And so I think God kind of pulled that away from me to be able to find something outside of that, like a, mom, like a moment of my life where I'm not doing music, not focused on that at all. And so I saw God really use that season. But when I did get my passion back for music and started to feel better and started to feel healthier, that was when I was like, all right, I'm ready to, to start releasing. And we all know medical bills can be expensive. And so like for a while, I just, I couldn't do anything anyways, because I was just p- paying medical bills. But once I kind of got out of season earlier this year, I just felt like God was saying, all right, this is the time to step into that. He just presented some opportunities to me. And I, I'm in the Song Chasers group on Facebook. And so I saw you, Brian, posting things in there and sharing things in there. And that's when I like kind of reached out to you, but that's kind of how we got connected. And so I just felt like felt, felt God take my journey kind of full circle, um, realizing that I can't depend on music. I have to depend on him and then giving me that dream back. That's something that, you know, I feel like it's really easy for all of us to get caught up into is like, oh yeah, you're the, you know, the girl who plays violin really well or sings mm-hmm. really well or and then you're like, yeah, I'm the girl who plays violin. And like, <laughs> because we kind of, especially for you as starting at a young age, I'm sure that you, your, your life was filled with probably compliments and, you know, accolades for your just progress and your skill. So over time you're like, yeah, I am good because of what I do, you know? And then just like what you said, sometimes like we need to like lay that down because we're not, I mean, just, it's still a part of who we are. I mean, it is who we are, but it's, you know, at the end of the day, like we're God's children. And sometimes it, it takes, things that we may not even want to face to remind us of that. So that's cool that, you know, you laid it down, but then it wasn't like that was it. It was like you refocused, recalibrated. And now you're like, kind of even sounds like more focused and more passionate than before, because now you're like, you're like, this is like, I need to do this now. Like I, I kind of lived without it for a minute and now it's like, now it's time. So something else too, I, I wanted to bring up because this is definitely something that I've, I've, dealt with a lot in my life too, is the anxiety piece. You know, I was, Mm -hmm. I was diagnosed with general anxiety disorder when I was, uh, early twenties. So now I'm, I'm 30, 36 now. So for a long time and like, I know what I, I, what it's like to deal with that, but you know, do you, if you could share 
as much as you feel comfortable with, you know, what it's like to kind of deal with anxiety and, and partnered with art and sharing music, you know, like how has that journey been? Because I know a lot of us, most of us, if not all of us deal with that at different levels. So, you know, what are some things that you've experienced and, and has helped you kind of cope and deal with that to continue to pursue your music journey? That's a big question. I know. <laughs> I, know I was like, whoa, that was a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, what I have is social anxiety. And so it's a fear of social, social situations. And so speaking in front of people, even sometimes in work meetings, I'll get nervous just in a small group to talk, discussing things or, or anything like that. And so um, I know a lot of people with generalized anxiety, but I don't know very many people with social anxiety or I just don't realize that they have it. I definitely have felt like this is something that I am supposed to share about because I think there are a lot of people out there who probably do have it and don't see anyone speaking about it. And so I am happy to share about it. But yeah, I just, I feel like in my music journey, it's just really made me depend on God even more. I know I can't do it alone. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Even things like this interview make me anxious, like things like this. And so it's just made me depend on God praying and um, reading scripture before things like this, before leading worship. Um, I led worship at, or I did worship at that church for four years and I, I got nervous every single week. Like you would think, oh, you'll get past this. But for me, it was just something that I never really got past, but God still led me through that. You know, I always, not to be like, um, think like overly confident, but I always did well. And I I honestly like believe that's God, that was just God working through me um, and saying, you may be anxious, but just depend on me. I'm here. I'm here. I have you. You know, he says he never leaves us. My favorite Bible verse is Joshua 1, 9, which says, be strong, courageous, do not be afraid, do not be discouraged. The Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And so that's just something whenever I'm in a situation where I have to lead worship or do a concert or anything like that, those situations do make me anxious, but um, he's just opened my eyes. Depend on me. I'm here with you. I'm holding your hand. There's a verse I don't remember. I think it's in Psalms, but it's just like, I've got, I've got you by the hand. I'm holding your hand. I'm, I'm here with you. And so... Yeah, that's awesome. So, you know, another thing I like to ask people is like, what, what advice would you give to younger Leandra? You know, when you're getting into it and maybe whatever season, you know, whatever part, like, what would you tell yourself from all you know now? Like, what would you say back then to maybe help yourself along the journey? And, you know, our audience too, is they're probably going through similar things. Yeah, I would probably just tell myself, well, number one, I guess, Use your time wisely. That's one thing I would tell myself because I think back sometimes to when you're in high school and you're in college and you have all these random breaks throughout the year, summer breaks, winter breaks, even if I was working, it'd be part time. And and so I wish that sometimes I'm like, I wish I could go back and just use that time better, um, really develop more in songwriting and guitar playing and things like that. But I also think that God's timing is perfect. And so he had me uh, do those things in the right timing. Um but yeah, also just maybe to, to trust God's plan and timing. I should remember saying, I, I'm born like the same year as Jamie, like this Jamie Grace and Ryan Peters. And I remember like seeing them get their music career started and being like, oh man, like I wish I could do what they do. But just remembering like God has a specific plan for me. Just because my timing is later doesn't mean I'm any worse or anything like that. It just means like, that's just God's timing for me. And that's his plan for me. And um, sometimes I look back anyways, and I'm like, I wouldn't have been ready for that as an anxious person too. Like that would have been just way too much pressure on me. And so 
God had the perfect plan for my life. He knew what I could handle along with him. Yeah, just trusting God and realizing that, you know, remembering that he he put these dreams on my heart. And so he'll bring it to fruition. He put it there. So he didn't put it there for no reason. And so he'll bring it to fruition. It's just trusting in his perfect timing. Yeah, that's really good. One thing that I don't know if this is, I don't know, I like to combine verses in the Bible to answer questions people ask a lot. So, you know, the question like, does everything happen for a reason? Well, I look at two scriptures that come to mind, and one of them is what you said. It's like God's timing is, if God's timing is perfect, which we believe it is, and mm-hmm. if nothing is wasted in God's kingdom, then that would mean to me that everything happens for a reason because nothing is in vain and it's always up to his timing. So that means that everything happens for a reason. What brought that to mind is that, you know, we always compare ourselves to other people. It's just naturally what we do. And, and sometimes that can be like, you know, a negative thing. And sometimes it could be a positive thing. It just kind of depends. And the, the interesting thing that I just thought of is like, you know, the Jamie Graces and, and the Chris Tomlins, like, I bet you, and I'm certain that they compared themselves to somebody else too. You know, like, Absolutely. we never really, we never really think about, and I'm just, I have never honestly, like, yeah, everyone compares themselves to other people, but like, you know, God's timing is perfect. We all have what we need. And as long as we're willing to be patient, you know, and wait and seek him in it, then it'll be so much better than we could have ever imagined. This has been awesome. I really appreciate, you know, taking the time to to do this. Now, I know I, I heard from a little birdie that you've got a song coming out soon. So actually, when we air this <laughs> episode, it's going to be tomorrow. So can you tell people a little bit about that and, and what's coming up for you in the future as far as your releases and stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you heard from a little birdie because you produced it. So (laughs) So that was a big birdie then. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah, my song coming out tomorrow is called I'll Never Be the Same. And I wrote it a number of years ago. And it just is all about God's grace and love in my life and, and how it changed me, impacted me. And because of that impact, I'll never be the same as a person. And so that's what that's about. And, um, I'm just excited. It's, I mean, it'll be streaming everywhere and I'm just so excited for this first release and I'll be working with Brian on a number of other songs as well that'll be releasing throughout the year. And so I'm just really excited for the journey after some hard years and, and, and things like that. It's just so amazing and, and wonderful to um, finally be releasing music and sharing the gospel with the world and the people who want to listen. And so, yeah, I'm just super excited. And, and on that note too, like what's the best way for people to connect with you as far as like, where, where do you like to hang out social media wise? I don't know, like the best way to do that. What platforms do you like? I, I'm most active on Instagram and Facebook. I do have okay. a Twitter, but yeah, I'm not very good at Twitter, but yeah, Instagram and Facebook are where you can find me um, at Leandra Richardson. Yeah, and I will, I'll put links to that in the show notes so people can just tap on their screens or click with their mouse and they'll find you and it'll be awesome. So uh, the way I always like to wrap up each one of these interviews is by praying over you. So before we go, I'd like to pray over you. So um, God, thank you so much for uh, Leandra. Thank you so much for her heart. Thank you so much for her willingness to follow you, even through seasons where it seemingly pulled her away from the passion, the music that you put in her, God, but her always being faithful to continue to seek you. And, And from those moments of playing piano as a kid, all the way to getting to lead worship and now getting ready to release these songs that you know were birthed maybe out of seasons a long time ago, or it's, it's periods of refinement and periods of you know 
who knows, you know, anxiety and, and joy and life. That's just life. So God, we just thank you for those stories that you put in her and, and now getting a chance to share those is going to be so amazing to watch and see all you do as you continue to work through her and her, in her story and her life. We just thank you for Leandri, uh, pray extra blessing, wisdom, courage, and, uh, just peace over her life. In your name we pray. Amen. We want to help reach as many Christian indie artists and songwriters as possible. And one way we can do that is with your help. So if you could take a minute and leave us a review on iTunes, that would be so appreciated. This is how the iTunes algorithm will push this content out to more and more Christian indie artists and songwriters. So like I said, if you could just take a couple seconds, leave us a review, that would be so awesome. It means so much to us and we would really appreciate it.